Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia, a production of iHeartRadio. We sold our loft in Chicago, moved into an RV. Now we're traveling the country full-time with our dog, Finn, exploring America's national parks. And today we are doing another episode of Traveling Eats with Matt. Matt, yes. what are we talking this, about today? This is a good one. This is kind of my dream place. We're talking about Vail, Colorado. Literally a dream. Dream place. This is the type of place where if I win the lottery, I almost said when I win the lottery. As if, just <laughs> as if you play. Right. So if I win the lottery, I would totally buy like some serious property here because it's like mountain town paradise. It really doesn't get much better than this. So Vail is... Like what? A couple hour drive from Denver into the mountains? Yeah, it's not too bad. Um, it definitely is a couple don't... hours, like two and a half maybe. Yeah. So as long as you're not going like on a weekend, like at the height of weekend traffic to yeah. Vail, you'll you can get there. Yeah, and we hours. had a rental car for this trip, so we right. didn't uh, we didn't drive the RV up here either. Yeah. So I've been to Vail a couple of times, both in the summer. So I w- I have not been here in the winter for skiing or anything, and this is primarily known. As I think, like a bougie skiing mecca, people. Oh yeah, it's right up there with Aspen and Breckenridge and Park City and whatnot. And I would absolutely love to be here in the winter and do some of that. But my two experiences with Vail have been in the summer, and this is a mind-blowingly beautiful place in the summer. And it's also incredibly delicious, with really specific and interesting history. Although short, a pretty recent history. It's not nearly as old as like Aspen or Park City or most other kind of iconic skiing mountain towns. Yeah, it's kind of funny, like the, the relationship between like Aspen, Vale, and Breckenridge. <laughs> um, it's like that uh, Disney movie, Johnny Tsunami, like when we were kids, like the snowboarders were like the Breckenridgers and then oh. the skiers were the Vale like crowd. But even like above that, I guess like Aspen, like they all like talk down at each other. It's crazy. It's so weird. Yeah, I I never saw that movie or TV show or whatever. (laughs) But yeah, they do have an interesting relationship. And what makes Vail so distinct and so fascinating is 
compared to those two and a lot of other places that originated as like mining towns like hundreds of years ago, this is much more recent. This was never a mining town. It kind of blossomed fresh from nothing in the 1960s because it was envisioned as a great location for more skiing and potential resorts and stuff like that. And the town's founders wanted to create something reminiscent of Bavarian culture in the Alps in Austria. And it just, the location and the atmosphere here just really fit that. And that's what they did. They yeah. envisioned it and they constructed this town to echo that. And it's that's why it's so beautiful and so unique is it's a little slice of the Alps in the Rocky Mountains and it's amazing. It really is. I love it so much. I could just wander around here in awe and that's exactly what I do. So my first time here in Vail was a couple years ago in September, like early September, nice and warm, perfectly sunny. And it was a lot of, out, plenty of outdoor activities still. The hiking is amazing oh, on Vail yeah. Mountain, lots of trails. You can do fly fishing in rivers and Gore Creek, which runs right through Vail and Vail Village. Beautiful. Such a beautiful creek. Yes. And other water activities like rafting and kayaking, canoeing, stuff like that. Really anything. And great leaf peeping in the fall too, September, October. Mm. The aspen trees are so beautiful, like bright yellow. So the thing that I want to talk about and focus on today, obviously, this is Traveling Eats, is the food culture here and the delightful restaurant and bar scene that Vale has. Because for a town that's not very big, it certainly has a lot. And the restaurants, I think, are world-class. Jam-packed. Yeah. There's a lot. Beautiful restaurants. Right, right. So a lot of them reminiscent or in line with this kind of Bavarian theme of the whole community. Yes. They have, unsurprisingly, a lot of restaurants that are like Austrian or German or, you know, serving things like fondue and schnitzel and nice hearty like Alpine mountain food, which is so wonderful. We we kind of rarely eat stuff like that because it's not very commonplace. We don't no, see it on the road. it's not often. everywhere. But this is one of those places where not only you can find it, but it's in abundance, much to our delight. Yes. So I wouldn't, like, I think my favorite, and I've been here twice. I was here on my own first for my work trip. And then we went back together when we were here in, I think it was June. And it's this restaurant called Almresi, A-L-M-R-E-S-I. It's in Vale Village. So Vale is first is kind of divvied into two main sections. There's Vale Village and Lion's Head Village. And there's other other parts of it too, but those are the two main hearts of yes. Vale. And that's where most of the restaurants and businesses are. So Almrezi is in Vale Village. It's this like heartwarmingly cozy restaurant run by a family of um a German family who moved here because they were so smitten with the Rocky Mountains while they were vacationing here which is understandable. But that's also, yeah, they were, they uprooted their life and they came here and they wanted to bring a taste of home with them. And they're sharing their culture and their recipes with us at this restaurant, which is located on the second floor of a building like right in Vale Village. So you're kind of, you're going up there. It's the, the like snuggest, warmest, most welcoming little place it really kind of feels like a alpine cottage or something. It has lots of dark wood paneling and a paste, a huge pastry counter filled with things like strudels. And then 
There's a ton of cuckoo clocks too, which are a real treat. You don't see those very often. Oh yeah, like, I love a cuckoo, I know. cuckoo clock. Like intricate, intricately carved cuckoo clocks of all shapes and sizes. And then they even have like when if you do shots here, they have these cute little glass boot shaped shot glasses that are specifically designed for doing shots of like schnapps. Yes, I love it so much. And are those the shot skis? No, no, oh, that's a whole difference. other thing. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but you should, by all means, do shots of schnapps out of little boots because it's as tasty as it is adorable. And the food here is just really, really good. It's the most soulful food that I've had in a while. And it, you can really taste, like, the family legacy of these recipes. Oh, They're yeah. clearly, like, time-worn and made with love, <laughs> as cliche as that sounds, but it really fits. And there are things like... Cheese fondue, of course, these big buttery pretzels, Swiss potato pancakes that you can get topped with things like smoked salmon, and then gigantic like dinosaur-sized pork shanks. And for the desserts, you you absolutely have to have some desserts or share it or something, make room because they're wonderful, like those strudels I mentioned. Or their signature is something that's kind of hard to pronounce. It's called Kaiser Schmarrn. It's an Austrian pancake dessert, essentially. It's not one big pancake. They're kind of like little tiny pancake morsels, and they're all dusted with powdered sugar and served with this tangy, tart cherry compote, a nice Mm. counterbalance to the sugar and like kind of doughy sweetness of the, the pancake. It's really good. The drinks are also really amazing. Like this is a little place you go to have mulled wine or glue wine, as it's called, or something like what you had, which was so cool and really different. I've never seen anything oh, yeah. like it. It was called another another really long, hard to pronounce word, Fauerzangenbel. I don't even, that just sounded like gibberish. But <laughs> it's look on the menu for something that is described as spicy mulled wine with a rum-soaked piece of sugar. And that sugar is kind of perched on top of the mug. So it's dangling over the spiced mulled wine. And what that does is once it's lit on fire, it'll gradually steadily kind of drip down into the the wine and enrich it and sweeten it a little bit. And it's quite a spectacle and fun to Instagram. And but be careful to drink it cautiously. You don't want to like plunge your face into a, a flaming sugar cube. Then they also have things like hot chocolate with rum or black tea with rum, lots of Austrian beers. So Plenty of things to sip on and savor here. And we could just come back like a million times. (laughs) Easily. Yeah. Another good example in Vale, in Vale Village, is this place called Alpen Rose. This place has been around for a long time. Right. Since like 1974. Yes. But you know what's really fun about this is that the um, Almaresi owners, um, the father, he came here in like 1984, and that's where he went, and he's loved Alpen Rose ever since. That is beautiful. And so, just this like past year, they were like Alpen Rose was selling it, and guess who bought it? The Almarese people. Absolutely, that's isn't that so such a circle. fascinating thing? Because it's Great. like he got inspired so much so that he came and opened up his own restaurant, and now he's buying the one that, oh or his family is buying the one that. Um, was inspired yeah. by it so much. I mean, and that's, it's like such a beautiful full circle, like you were saying. That's the dream. It's, it's yeah. like, I just love that. That's the community that this restaurateur and this yes. family has. It's like they want to make sure that they continue to sell that legacy. That's a great thing. That's a fantastic. Like, 
Uh, that just warms my soul. Right? That's fail. <laughs> but yeah, so Alp and Rose, clearly very inspiring. And it's been around a lot longer than most places here. This has been in operation, like you said, since 1974, which is close to the inception of the whole town in general. And it's just this well-worn, rustic dining room. It honestly, it feels like something out of Frozen, the yes. Disney movie Frozen. Oh, that's great. It has that kind of vibe, almost Nordic, and like really dark wood. And like, what? because what's the town in Frozen? Like, I don't know, Aravel or something like that? Don't, don't. Well, I'm just Avangard? recently getting into no. <laughs> I'm recently getting into Frozen. I only saw it for the first time like a few weeks ago, but I'm yeah. fully in. Right before Frozen 2 came out. Right, yeah, and then we saw Frozen 2, and now I'm obsessed with it, but still kind of piecing things together. But it did remind me of that, and it reminded me of like the Frozen Reddit at Epcot. So this is all very fresh, and I obviously love anything that reminds me of a Disney movie, especially Frozen. And Alpen Rose is really great. The food totally matches that ambiance, too, with rich things and meaty things like bratwurst and sauerkraut and cheesy spätzle, lots of German beer. And, of course, you can get German beer served in those huge, overwhelming steins. Great for cheersing yes. and chugging. So All many that great good stuff. things. Yeah. And then another, like, Vail classic that's been around for a long time is this place called Pepe's Bar and Restaurant. And this is another decades-old place with all those cozy, charming vibes. And this one is named for an Austrian skier named Pepe Gramschammer, which, great name. Yes. Oh my gosh, yeah. And so he was an international racer on the Austrian ski team in the 50s, and that's who inspired the name of this restaurant. So today, and ever since its inception, it's been family-run. It's one of those places where the walls are pretty much lined with taxidermy, and then the dishes are basically also filled with taxidermy because there are things like caribou with sweet potato puree, oven roasted duck, and then lamb with smashed potatoes. So it's very meaty. They have a lot of game meat here especially. And altogether, it's a very like kind of woodsy, carnivorous vibe. I love it. It was so great. such a uh, an amazing place to yeah. hear about because I've been like dreaming of going here and of course you're describing it and I'm like, can we go back? Mm-hmm. I need to go here. It's exactly the type of food, especially in winter because it gets cold here, it gets snowy and that makes sense why all this food, all these restaurants are so hearty because and meaty because that's exactly the type of thing you should be eating or craving when it's the forecast is as frightful as it gets here. Not to sound too much like a Christmas carol, but yeah, that's what it is. You are listening to Parklandia from iHeartRadio. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Brad. This is Parklandia. Um, so not everything in Vail is Bavarian or Austrian, of course. The architecture all looks like that. But like the restaurants and breweries and bars and coffee shops, like they do some really contemporary creative things as well, which is very on par with things we've seen in big cities. Yeah, like Vail Brewing Company. My favorite. I've been here a few times. Yes. Anytime I'm... In Vail, I need to go here. Perfect after like a hike Often. or, really you know, trip down the slopes. It's yes. just the p- perfect place to unwind. No matter the time of year. It's very casual, very a very welcoming tap room. The people who work here are very informative, great at like providing suggestions, giving you like sample pours, stuff like that. And also like I've brought my laptop here and gotten some work done too. So it's it's one of those like chill tap rooms that I just love to hang out in and have a couple beers, because they do some really interesting things. They have the classics, and they yes. have, like, a handful of beers that are always available, but then they do really fun things with seasonal brews as well. Like, they do something called Pour Some Syrup On Me, or Pour Some Syrup On Me, whatever. Sign me up. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> they call that their French toast stout. So, like, notes of, like, maple and cinnamon and a little sweet, rich. Uh, it sounds great. <laughs> like, breakfast in a pint glass. Love it. And then they do, this is kind of more up in my alley, they do something called Soul Blossom Saison, which is brewed with orange blossom honey and elderflower. So I love things that are like kind of lighter and floral, a hint of sweetness. And then so they have really the, the tourist uh, tourist trap double tap. Well, right <laughs> no, at my... It's a double IPA. <laughs> yeah. That is very much up my alley. Because, I mean, I love IPAs. I especially love double IPAs. And I love tourist traps. So all of it. It's like speaking my language. And I would highly recommend going here and sampling the the wares because it's all really good. But if you want a coffee to start off your day or a mm-hmm. cocktail to end your night, yeah. you have this beautiful place. You have one place that solves all those cravings, and that's this place in Vale Village called Two Arrows Coffee. The one-two hit of Vale. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, love a pl- I love any type of place that's like coffee shop by day, and then it morphs into something else like wine bar, cocktail bar, tapas bar, whatever. And... In Vail, this is like the spot for that. It's a very like contemporary, chic space. It's kind of small and snug with a little bar. Yeah, not too big, which is not great. Like probably 20, 30 people could fit in. Right. It's intimate. And I love that. And in the mor- I think I my favorite is in the morning when it's kind of bustling a little bit. People like kind of streaming in and out, getting their coffee or lattes or like avocado toast and stuff. And I like to just perch myself at the bar 
sip on a turmeric latte, which they have here. I can never mm-hmm. say no to a turmeric latte. Nope. And have something like a quinoa breakfast bowl or a pastry or something. They do, you know, they Or avocado toast. Which is always great. Yeah, totally. And then come back a few hours later in the afternoon or evening. And this we love places where we can just like chill out and have a drink or two and then snack as opposed to like a robust meal. And they had the we perfect snacks. Yeah. They had like hummus, cheese curds with country ham. Mm-hmm. Olives, always always a hit. Yes. Just give me a plate of olives and I'm excellent cocktails. I'm the yes. bartenders are knowledgeable. Um, like I ordered off menu of Vucare and they, Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm always it. so embarrassed. You like whenever you order off menu, I'm just like I always like, oh, no, no. Look, <laughs> I love my Vucare's. It's like if an old fashioned in a Manhattan had a baby, you got yes. a Vucare. But it's so. like one of those off menu drinks that you have to be wary of where you're ordering because some people have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and then I'll be like, just kidding. I'll take all the Right. <laughs> like some people know exactly what you're talking about. They'll whip it up, no problem. Other people are just like, what? Like, Because it doesn't sound, it's not a super popular drink. No, it's there. not. But this is the type of place where you can safely order off menu and they will not only know what you're talking about, but they'll be able to do it justice. All the classics. You know, I really loved our hotel. Oh, yeah. So this was the dream, I guess, staycation or or whatever. Because living on the road, we have, quote unquote, staycations in random places because all of a sudden the country is just our, you know, rambling home. And yes. And so we just want sometimes like bigger spaces, new spaces. And so, you know, once a month or every other month, we'll just get a hotel Mm -hmm. for a couple nights and just treat ourselves. Yes. And it feels really good, especially in a place like Vail and especially at a place like the Hotel Talisa which was everything and more because crazy. this is a place where like the bed is the size of our RV and it's super dog friendly. Finn was on cloud nine because he's very pampered there. They do dog room service. They bring oh, yeah. treats and toys and even full blown meals for yeah, dogs. We don't do room service much, but we definitely did some room service <laughs> and damage. And we got damage. into like our robes and just had Finn and like ordered room service and realized that we spent way too much money right. and it was it, it was well, ridiculous. I was overexcited and I'm but, like, oh, I can't wait for room service and bathrobes. And then like $200 later, I'm like, well, that was the most expensive lunch. But, but <laughs> you know what? Like we don't do this often. No. It's not like we're bougie. All the time. No. But once in a while, when you, in just, Rome, you just do it. Or when in Vail. Yeah, do it. And this is also my favorite aspect of this hotel is the champagne vending machine. Oh, my gosh. That was, yeah, that yes. is a real thing that exists here. And it's in the lobby. It's this vending machine. It looks like a soda, but like, you know, yeah. kind of fancier. But it's like these mini bottles. Yeah, so mini bottles of Moet and Chandon champagne. They come in both Brut and Rosé. And, and you, you get better bet we got one of each. Oh, one of each, multiple <laughs> times. So you get it. It's like not a traditional vending machine, as you might have guessed. So you go to the the bar, the main like lobby bar, and what you do is you get a token of some sort from the bartender. So you essentially like pay there, get a token, and use that token to redeem in the vending machine. I just love. It's like so crazy and wonderful to do something like this. It's I've never. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only champagne vending machine of its kind in Colorado, one of only a few in the entire country. Yeah. So it's a rare treat. And it's just, it was beautiful because 
the Gore River is right behind it, right? That's it right, oh, right another favorite it. aspect of that like, hotel, yeah. And there's like definitely different restaurants and um, like there's even some like outfitters. Um, Good stuff. Shopping. Really amazing, fun, unique stuff. Right. So it, this is not your stuff that you're going to find in like no. every store. No, of course not. So this is like I'm obsessed with Vail because of reasons like this where trails, walking trails, hiking trails are so omnipresent. Like this made me so happy to walk out the back of our hotel. There's the paved biking walking trail right there that runs the length of Gore Creek into Lion's Head Village, through Lion's Head Village, and then all the way through Vail Village. And it's not terribly long. It's probably like a mile and a half or a couple miles. But it's so convenient and so pretty. The creek is the most beautiful thing, lined with, like, the greenest, tallest trees. And then you can also use this trail to, like, branch off and do hiking trails up the mountain and stuff like that. Plenty of those. So whether you want to, like, wander into town and go to restaurants or bars or the farmer's market, which is great. Yeah, the farmer's market is wonderful. Um, that's actually what brought us up there for this weekend was I was uh, training uh, some people for Burton's Maplewood Farm uh, because they sell at the local farmer's market there. Um, and that's when I first met Brad Markison. Uh, he's a Colorado native and really awesome uh, human being in person. And so he's been representing the farm and uh, that worked out really well, you know. Um, so if you need some 100% pure or barrel-aged maple syrup, you know where to go uh, yes. when you're in Vail. And Believe me, uh, they'll give you samples so you can try it, and it's wonderful. But there's so many great things and uh, that farmer's market, like our friend's uh, grapefruit, uh, which is a uh, – sorry, great roots, which is a horseradish. Um, Matt isn't the biggest fan of horseradish, but even this one that no. he, like, loves and it's appreciates. And yeah. uh, it's just wonderful. So there's so many different aspects to Vale. Um, so totally. outside of even restaurants, you know, you can get your, all your old local ingredients and make your own meals, you know, if you wanted to. And, you know, I think it runs every Sunday, um, throughout the warmer months. It's not really a winter market. Uh, it's not a good place Gosh, for that. No. no, it gets real, <laughs> it die. real icy, um, real snowy. And you don't want to be like slipping and sliding through the farmer's market. Yeah. And when you went, you, uh, the first time you went to, um, Oktoberfest and you were killing it, oh. loving it. There was yeah. so much involved in that. And I was like, you were telling me about it, and I'm just like, stop. Well, like, I got the most amazing Bavarian hat that I was rocking throughout Oktoberfest. Mm, yes. And I wish I could wear that on a more regular basis without looking like a cartoon. But it's it's great. It's good for you to look like yeah. a cartoon. <laughs> well, Oktoberfest is a really big deal in Vail, as you might imagine, from all, its, all of its like Bavarian Alpine inspirations and German restaurants and whatnot. So every September, it's this big blowout, both in Lion's Head Village and Vail Village. There's like endless events and food specials and special vendors and great live music from German bands. They have yodelers, like mm -hmm. real life yodelers, not from movies. And then, yeah, like that. See, I can yodel. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to go back to our Oktoberfest. <laughs> And then they have all kinds of, like, bratwurst are a big deal during Oktoberfest. And then some of the best, like, people watching because folks come oh, yeah. fully prepared to <laughs> embrace the festivities with, like— Let's just say Germans know how to drink. They know how to drink. They have <laughs> gigantic steins, all of them. Um, and then they—there's so many people. I saw so much, like, really nice, lavish, like, uh, Bavarian hats and lederhosen and the, just all of it, like— Dressed to the nines. It was really inspiring. And, like, again, like, the, I like the look of it, and I wish that I could 
just dress like that without looking really bizarre and completely out of place, but it is what it is. <laughs> but that's part of the reason why I am so infatuated with Vail and all of its restaurants and traditions and festivities like this because it's got everything that I love. It's like all the outdoorsy activities and beautiful scenery. And then as soon as you're done with that, you can just like bop around and eat fondue and pretzels and sauerkraut and look at taxidermy. <laughs> Another place you can go and hang out, which we loved, is this place called 10th Mountain Whiskey. Yes, and 10th Mountain Whiskey. That's that uh, flannel red shirt that you wear, that I wear all the time. I wear far too often, yeah. So <laughs> I, I bought a red flannel here. And it's this really snug distillery in Vale Village. And they do amazing things with like a full line. They have bourbon, they have rye, they have different cordials, they have vodka, they have moonshine even. So mm. there's a lot. And my favorite thing to do, you can get cocktails and mixed drinks here, but my favorite thing to do is go in, sit at, they have like a couch, like nice some comfy lounge chairs. So favorite thing to do is go there, snag one of those and do like a flight and just kind of sample yes. these small pours of their spirits because they're so well made that they're good sipping spirits. Even the moonshine, which it's kind of shocking because normally you think of moonshine is so abrasive and intense. And yeah. This one is great. Like I could just sip, a, not a lot, but like it's nice to have a little sample of it and really appreciate the precision and work that they put into their products because it really... It really shines through. through. It really it moonshines through, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely, like, I can't recommend their swag enough. They have shirts, hats, just like sweaters and jackets, and stickers. They have. I could do some signs, serious damage there. They yeah. have skis. They, I think they even have shot skis. Ooh. Uh, which I'm really depressed that we didn't get one. Shot skis. So, in case you're wondering, shot skis are this kind of mountain town western tradition where it's it's basically group friendly shot where there's a ski um a ski that has like shot glasses four shot glasses that are kind of permanently attached because mm -hmm. you don't want them to fall off no because what you do is you grab that ski with four all other you, friends yeah. and you put your shots in there and then you all like say one two three and you shoot them all together right. and most like more than likely like one of you are just going to get your shot poured on you versus right. in your mouth because unless you're yes. really careful unless but you're all exactly it's the meant same to height. be wild and crazy so it's fine. right i know you, you there's no like delicate like fancy way to do a shot ski but yeah, while you're at 10th Mountain Whiskey, just be mindful of how much you drink because you could, I could go nuts in that like swag area and just like buy everything. So. And I think you did Take last time. <laughs> Probably did. Yes. Um, but yeah, and also you do have to remember that when you're in the mountains, you know, your tolerance is going to be a lot lower. That's so another thing, yeah. If you're used to drinking two cocktails, like start with one and just let it sit in because it's high elevation. you're not, mm. you're not like you're going to get. A uh, little tipsy, a lot quicker. Yeah, Vale is very high up, and especially so if you go to the top of the mountain, whether you hike up there or take the gondola or something. So yeah, and you'll then feel that's it. another thing when you're hiking uh, or coming up or down, even just like a, a four or five hundred dollar foot elevation, you do have to think about your hydration and your sunscreen, um, everything. Uh, there's so much to think about. Yeah, so it's like all the normal necessities, but like times five. So just. Become overprepared with all that stuff. And then... But if you had to wrap yeah. up Fail and tell everyone what it is that you love the most about it, what is that? I, the thing I love most about it, I think, and it 
reminds me almost of like Epcot or something in the sense where like it's this community that had this bold vision, this very specific vision, and they honed in on it so well and created something very distinct. Like the, you know, the initial developers of the town wanted to bring this like alpine culture and motif to the Rocky Mountains. And it's astonishing how they're able to succeed with that. And it maintained, it's maintained ever since, and it continues to do that. Whenever the, there's not a ton of new construction here, because it's such a kind of confined, controlled community. But whenever new things do develop, whether it's a restaurant or a new hotel or whatever, like everything fits into that and just builds upon that. So it only gets better and better. And I love that so much, how transformative it is and immersive when you go here. It truly feels like nothing else. Like Brackenridge is not that far from here. Aspen's not terribly far. And Vale sets itself apart with this specific feel. And as you can, you'll quickly be able to tell from the restaurants, this very specific taste that is really enriching and the most, just some of the most soulful food often by families. A lot of these businesses are family owned. Absolutely. And so it all kind of ties together to this big, like warm hug of a, of a town, a, a hug that costs a lot of money, but it's a hug nonetheless. <laughs> You've been listening to Parklandia, a show about national parks. Parklandia is a production of iHeartRadio. Created by Matt Kerouac, Brad Kerouac, and Christopher Haziotis. Produced and edited by Mike Johns. Our executive producer is Christopher Haziotis. Our researcher is Jesslyn Shields. A special thanks goes out to Gabrielle Collins, Crystal Waters, and the rest of the Parklandia crew. And hey, listeners, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people like you find our show. You can keep up with us on social media as well. Check out our photos from our travels on Instagram at Parklandia Pod and join in on the conversation in our Facebook group, Parklandia Rangers. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thank you for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.